Mike's Daily Podcast. Mike's Daily Podcast. Episode 1486-1486. I'm Mike Matthews, your broadcasting buddy, your podcasting pal, here at Mike's Daily Podcast at the Cafe Anyway, located somewhere at the last place on earth in Podcastro Valley. So, it's Madame Rutabaga, Valentino, and Bison Bentley today. And we'll also get to a little piece I call Mike's Daily Podcast. Picking on a new podcaster, which is I'll be picking on Warren Olney, who is now going to be podcasting only. Mike's Daily Podcast. Only Olney. Olney only. Love that guy. I've learned so much from him. I've learned a lot more than I did from a guy named Tim. Oh, that Tim. He's such a completely grim guy. I don't know why he has to be a liar. Tim the liar. Wait, who am I? Mike's Daily Podcast. What Tim am I talking about? I know a lot of good Tims. I don't know why I'm putting down guys named Tim. Mike's Sorry guys Daily Here's a guy named Tim Podcast No Yeah And he's a nice guy So sorry about that Tims Hey I would like to talk about Joni Joni Mitchell What the hell So Joni Mitchell was this beautiful singer songwriter Back in the 60s, 70s But she got into smoking And oh my gosh If you look at her now with her short haircut and she's, I don't know what the hell. It just didn't happen well for her. It, she's, she, I based, I don't know. Is she a guy now? Whatever, that's fine. But it's crazy. Joni Mitchell, and she still smokes like a chimney. I would give it up. I don't understand. My mom still smokes after all this time. I don't understand. I never got into it because I saw how addictive it is. And people just walking in as I'm trying to talk here. Hello, Michael. I don't smoke. Ooh. No. No. Do you like Joni Mitchell? She's okay. Look who else is here. She's all right. Hello there, Mike. This is Valentino, the parking attendant. And this is Bison Bentley. Do you know that? Mike, we are so sad that Chris Christie is gone from politics now. Day. Yeah, gone. Yep. Gone. Do you know that? Oh, yeah? Yeah. And here's today's podcast picture. Well, he's a lame duck, but he'll be around, you know, till the inauguration. But yeah, he's done. All gone. Hey, Calgon. The podcast picture today is of my wonderful dog, Basil the Boxer. As we were walking. By the way, my foot is feeling a lot better. Thank you so much for asking. Yes, go back and listen to the past podcast from last week to find out why it had to do with my dog. But Basil the Boxer and I, we were on a walk. I think this is from Friday. It was a beautiful day. And I took this picture in this little part of Podcastro Valley. I doubt you will ever find this spot. And I'm not going to tell you exactly where it is because I don't know who owns this house. And I don't want to get any issues in any hot water with the guy that owns this house. But hey. It is a beautiful little spot on this trail that Basil the Boxer and I walk a lot. So see that picture now at mikesdailypodcast.com. I cannot stand it in the Bay Area how people put up signs everywhere. 
there is a new park that opened about a year ago that I love. Uh, I, I, I went there with my dog, Basil the Boxer. Big, huge park. Lots of trails. And I was, what's different about this park compared to other parks in California? Oh, yeah, there are no signs. Well, in the Bay Area specifically, signs everywhere for the stupidest things. Don't let your dog pee here. Don't pick the flowers. Oh, we've got a sign close to where I work in Fremont, where uh, next to a hospital. Uh, there's these roses. And it said, enjoy the ro-. It's a, the most passive-aggressive sign. It says, the roses here are for looking at. Just basically, that's all it says. And you're... St- why? Why do, I, why do you need to tell me that? Okay, some people picked the roses. Is that reason enough for you to build this big damn metal ugly sign and put it here? Uh, the worst was when I first moved here and I went to this. I wanted, I was totally Jones and once in a while, I really Jones. Jo- do people still use that expression? I really have a yearning for fish and chips. And... There's this place in San Leandro that I went to with my then wife and her father, who I can't stand. And we sit down and the, I look around the restaurant and there are signs everywhere, everywhere for the stupidest things. Uh, no cash or no credit cards unless uh, over this amount. Uh, don't, you know, throw, don't throw away the plates. Don't do this. Don't do that. Can't you read the signs? You knew that was coming. And this guy walked in and he was going to use the bathroom and the owner said, no, you can't use the bathroom. You didn't buy anything. I'm like, what kind of a fascist freaking? And here we are at the most anti-fascist part of the country. We're all about Berkeley and the a screw you police and all that. And oh my gosh, we are sign. It's sign overload. And it just need it's ridiculous. So at my work, somebody has posted a sign on the door that says, open the door slowly. Open the door slowly. Why? Why do you have to put a big, ugly, stupid, it's a laminated sign. Somebody went through the extra effort to laminate this sign because probably they thought, oh, if I put it up in paper form, that'll look too shoddy. That'll look just uh, uh, ugly. No, we get a sign on a door, on both sides of the door, saying, open this door slowly. Ugh! That just irritates me to know that I want to rip that sign off, but I'm not. I think I'm going to have a conversation with the person that made that sign. Just ridiculous. And there was a sign that used to be over the Keurig saying, if you make coffee, please remove the pod when you're done. Why? Why does that need to be there, that sign? So there are some stupid people that leave their pods in the Keurig, like me. And so that, but what, why do we have to, as the great Mitch Hedberg used to say, why Hedberg, why do we have to bring paper and pen into this situation, into this equation? I think he was talking about the donut receipt. And, and then there's this big, uh, on his, uh, either his birthday or sadly the day he died, everybody pulls out their donut store receipts and there's a big homage to him. And that's, he's a fun, he was that really funny comedian with some really dry lines. 
Kind of like Mr. Oh, what's his name? The guy that goes, I only had a camera in my house and there was a blackout. I took 3,000 pictures of my house. Uh, I live on a freeway and I have to leave my house going 55 miles an hour. That guy. At any rate, my host show big story? What's this? That's a weird note. My host show bug story. Oh. So I produce a show. I produce several shows at my work. I work at a talk radio station and these guys come in. Some of them are experienced radio people. Some are just getting into it. But they're experts in some field, so they talk about that. Plus, they pay for the airtime. And this one guy I produced a show for, he comes in, and he just suddenly moves really erratically. And what, 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 what's going on? What, what, what's going on in there in the recording studio? And then he says he gets over to the mic and he goes, "There's a bug. There was a bug on my shoulder." And he just freaks out. He's like totally getting paranoid about this bug, right? So. I we I go in, I look actually go into the studio, I look around, I don't see the bug. Then about 15 minutes later, he points at the wall and the studios have these carpeted walls to absorb sound. And I guess the bug is crawling up the wall. So I come over with a Kleenex and I I grab the bug. I don't smush it though. And I le- I go outside, I go, I'm going to flush this down the toilet cuz this guy is just he's on the he's on his nerves are frayed. And I go over, I, go, I don't go into the bathroom. I leave, uh, I go into the hallway and there's like this um, door that goes outside. So I go outside, I drop off the, the, the bug outside because I'm a total, I, I guess I'm a Buddhist. And then I realize, oh my gosh, I've just locked myself outside and I got to walk all the way around to get back into the building and take an elevator. Meanwhile, there's only about three minutes left, two minutes left. Now there's one minute left and we're gonna be back from commercial and we're a live radio show and I have to be on the board. This thing here, that that's below this microphone that I'm talking to you on. And I, I, I made it just in the nick of time, but oh my gosh, bug. And he, he was like, it's a cockroach, it's a cockroach. It was not a cockroach. It was like one of these little innocent bugs. Bugs Life. He, he needs to watch Bugs Life and he'll get a better understanding. I think Joni Mitchell's in that movie. Hey, Mike'sDailyPodcast.com is a wonderful website where you can catch all the past shows. I have been podcasting for, oh, almost, yeah, for eight years, nine years, around there. And I will talk to you and tell you like it is and use language that is not uh, wimpy. I will, t- I will give you the hard language, the truth. Unlike a lot of millennials, and oh, by the way, uh, the Generation Z is not the name of the generation before millennials. They're gonna be called screenagers, because that's all they do is look at their phones, as I was talking about last show, as I made a cartoon on uh, the podcast picture that you can see at mikesdailypodcast.com, the one from yesterday, featuring me talking with the disgruntled fiddle player about how 
people should not be holding their freaking phone all the time. There's life going on around them, and they're just stupid, staring, stupidly staring at the screen. So they're called screenagers, and it needs to stop. But here's another thing I'm not enjoying about millennials, and this is this is uh, you're gonna hear whatever they want, and they can pick this choose guy. in the ways that they wish. And I think that sort of speaks to the very sort of personal relationships that the uh, technology is able to. Oh. So observe how his language is iffy. It's all iffy. It's all sort of, and I think, and kind of, sort of. Everything is hedged. There's no... This, this kid is knowledgeable. He knows what he's talking about. He has a newsletter called Hot Pod, where he talks about podcasting. And the host of To The Point War Only is now going all podcasting only and getting out of broadcasting. And he is being, uh, he's interviewing this guy and asking him questions about podcasting. So here's this millennial on this really bad Skype connection. When you talk about intimate contacts and personal relationships, That's Warren. how specifically does that apply uh, to the podcast technology? Well, um, you have to uh, choose to subscribe to a show that you want. You have to explicitly go out and pursue oh, the shows that you want to consume. And okay. you have to make a choice whether you want to uh, download an episode today. You can, of course, do sort of auto-download settings. But, you know, a lot of the media choices... All right, I'm picking the wrong part here. Podcasting involves you going through that effort. And I think that creates a very specific modality between the, the piece of media and uh, the consumer. So this is all right. Well, okay. my point was not proven at all by that. But he was using sort of, kind of a lot. But that is. Wait. What, what does that mean? Narrow casting. Oh, narrow casting. So it's this notion that you know, when it comes to something like broadcast radio or cable television or um, just network television, you you kind of just tune in. Kind of. He said kind of right there. So my pr point has been proven. To the point. Thank you, Warren Olney. Things that bug me. Things that bug Mike. Wow. A horrible earthquake in Iran. Iranian rescue workers dug through rubble in a hunt for... Oh my word. Why is my computer screen doing this? A major earthquake struck Iran. Oh! Well... You heard about that. I saw one headline, 300 people got killed. Several companies have decided to pull their ads from Fox News host Sean Hannity's show following pressure after his interview with Roy Moore, the guy who allegedly had inappropriate contact with several 14-year-olds and teenagers. Following a bombshell Washington Post report about that. Though, the, though Sean Hannity earned some praise for asking Moore about the specific allegations, critics of the interview say the host went too easy on Moore. Over the weekend, liberal group Media Matters resumed its campaign to pressure advertisers to boycott Hannity's Fox News show Hannity. Well, Media Matters has done everything they could to try and get Hannity off the air. Indeed, it says here in Business Insider, on Saturday, several advertisers announced they were pulling ads from Hannity, though they did not cite specific reasons for pulling the ads. Now, I wonder if I can uh, go and see what this story is. Former Vice President Joe Biden said he wouldn't have agreed to replace Hillary Clinton. That's, oh yeah, there was that talk to Donna Brazile. 
saying things about how the the Clinton Hillary Clinton uh, campaign was rigged, and some people were like, "Hey, maybe we should have gotten Biden in there," but and that is, I am having computer issues yet again. Several companies. Oh wait, what's this say? Keurig is one of the other companies that has pulled their ad from Hannity following the the interview. And finally, the alarm clock has existed in a weird place since the advent of the smartphone, says The Verge. Why have a separate device on your nightstand for telling the time or waking you up in the morning when your phone can do that? This hasn't stopped companies from trying to reinvent the alarm clock for the connected era. And Circa, that's like Circa when you're talking about history, this happens Circa 1508. Circa, a new Kickstarter project from Circa Labs, seems like one of the nicer attempts at the idea. Unlike some of the other smart alarm clocks out there, Circa doesn't include voice controls or built-in Alexa. There is smart home integration, though. Triggy, which means you'll be able to set things like having your lights or heat go on, along with your alarm in the morning. But it's a more passive system. Then Echo, the smart part of Circa comes with an included sensor pad that you're meant to put under your mattress, which Circa Labs, or I guess that's short for circadian rhythms, huh? Claims will allow the alarm clock to wake you up at, a better, at better times and offer insights to improve your sleep. Like any good alarm clock, Circa has integrated speakers with support from terrestrial HD radio, internet radio, Spotify, and regular old Bluetooth. There's also a white noise option for those who prefer that to music. Okay. Hey, let me just wrap up this show as we go outside a cafe anyway. We're bringing Mike's Daily Podcast somewhere in Podcaster Valley. I had a wonderful weekend. I went over to my friends Joe and Buddy and their daughter Christy who's married to Robert who Robert's just moved down to Los Angeles for a big job down there and Christy will be following soon but they invited me over and they're pretty you know they're they're pretty religious they're they go to church they're Christians and they they're being really nice to me and I'm thinking oh they're probably going to ask me cuz Christy in the past has tried and, and Robert have tried to get me to go to their church and I just I don't have time on Sunday I don't I'm sorry sorry to all you Christians that make time to go to church on Sunday I don't I've got this wonderful part-time job that I complain about all the time and I need to go to that well uh, so they invite me over and they're being really nice to me and I'm I'm geez I guess they're gonna try and evangelize me evangelize me talk to me about Jesus and how I need to go to their church this, it's coming any moment they're going to talk about it and you know what instead I got a birthday cake they wished me happy birthday isn't that the nicest thing I I got a surprise birthday party I haven't had a I don't think I've ever had a surprise birthday party so it was really nice those three wonderful people threw me a little birthday party they gave me a little cake with a candle on it I was so happy and then uh, Christy even told me, hey, I'm going to go have a beer with a really cute friend of mine tomorrow. And she's single. I'll, I'll ask her if, you know, she wants your phone number. And I was, oh, this is even more awesome. Woohoo! Life is good. Yeah. Woohoo! Well, I guess Christy never did that because I never heard 
from her about the phone number or anything, but uh, whatever. That's my life. I have these tremendous ups and downs, as does everyone. As do, does Trump. He has these ups and downs, like one minute he's talking to his idol, Putin. You know, the, the man he loves. I say it's better to get along with Russia than not. Or, or talking to the, the amazing uh, Duterte, the, the president of the Philippines who kills innocent people constantly. I know what's good and bad. Talks to him, has a great relation with Duterte, and just, oh, those ups and downs. I think those are ups and downs of stupidity, but, ah, we need a sign for that. No stupid presidents. But you know what? People get sucked into politics, and they love it oh so much. And they have the, the the comment about how you can shoot someone in- I could stand in the middle of Fifth Avenue and shoot somebody and I wouldn't lose any voters, okay? It's like incredible. That's just crazy. He's a showboat, he's a grandstander. All right, I think I've done with all the, the quotes. I had the one where he said, nobody ever told me that politics was gonna be so much fun. But I guess I'll have to use that on the next show. I will tell you at the time. I'll keep you in suspense. Next show, it's going to be Shelley Shuhart, Floyd the Floorman, and John Deere the Engineer. Enjoy your Monday. Or whatever day you're listening to this song. I kind of, I sort of, ah, oh, damn it, I said it. Nobody ever told me that politics was going to be so much fun. Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now at mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye.